This is Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for visiting our archives for the Hispanic Chamber Connections radio program with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Remember, we are live on Lone Star Community Radio every Tuesday from 1 to 2 p.m. If you have any questions, just reach out to us at the link below. Good afternoon. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Chamber Connection radio program designed for Produced by and everything about the members of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, the Vintage Park Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, the Katy Hispanic Chamber, the Heights, and the Galleria. So if you're, you are a member of any one of these chambers, you have this as one of your benefits. We love to feature our members and we talk about their business, talk about their cause and what they're doing uh, to help the world become a better place. And uh, we are on every Tuesday at 2 p.m. So thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate that you're listening to us. And today we have a special guest. He uh, comes to us from the Woodlands, and uh, he has been a member for quite a long time. Uh, he's one of our founding members, actually. And um, and I think you'll get a kick out of everything he has to say. It, it, not only a kick, but you'll find what he says very interesting and, of course, very important. It's Dr. Donald Thigpen with Core Health Chiropractic and Natural Medicine. Dr. Thigpen, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Dr. Carlos. All right. So, so there's a couple of things I want to make sure. I don't know. You tell me you didn't see this, but the, on my way here today, I'm 45. On, on, on the shoulder, there was half a boat. Uh, did, you see, did you see it, Austin? Half a boat? No, I didn't see it. You guys missed the boat. Okay. So <laughs> driving up here, you look over to your right, and there's the front half of a boat, like a big boat, like a 36-foot-long you know, boat. And I'm thinking, okay, where's the other half? Hmm. Anyway, that, that's what goes through my mind. I'm not sure. It was just a scary thing to see that, what might have happened, you know? Right. It's just amazing. Anyway, yeah. so, so a lot of what the show is about and what we have planned for you today, if you're listening, basically we'll start by telling you a little bit about what's going on in the chamber and some of the things that we're doing this week. And then we'll talk to Dr. Thigpen about, about himself and about the things he does. And then we'll get real specific about his clinic and about his uh, massage therapy school that was opened Recently, wasn't it? Yes, uh, it was opened in February of this year, and uh, the first class started in June. Of this okay, year. and and let me ask you this because I've never known this, and we'll get really deep into this in a little bit. But if I'm a part of of your neighborhood, do I get free massages just because I mean you're trying to teach the guys how to do it? Um, we we do have clinic internships when our students reach that part of the program. Um, it's not free, but it is significantly discounted to the public because it is students learning their trade. But they can't really, I mean, they can't mess it up, right? It's not like a, it's not like a haircut. Right. There's no such thing as a bad massage. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, I, but, and there is such a thing as a bad haircut. Trust me, I, I know. I used to live near a, a cosmetic school, and one day I just thought because I knew somebody there, you know, I'd do her a favor and I'd go let myself be cut. It was terrible. Yeah. I yeah. ended up having, yeah. So, but you can't mess up a massage. You really can't. Okay. <laughs> now, something else. And changing the subject briefly, we just finished today. You might hear my voice a little stressed or a little bit faster than normal. Not only is it because I'm having this gigantic coffee that that I, I <laughs> that the coffee shop here serves, but also because we just finished uh, an event um, here in Shenandoah. We have a, every Tuesday we have a luncheon for our members, and we had about 30 people there today. Very exciting, just a lot of energy, a lot of folks, you know, and uh, very important because 
At our Chamber of Commerce, what we always try to do is make sure that our members are always featured, no matter what we're doing. Um, I'm kind of proud of it. At the same time, it's kind of sad, but I don't have giant sponsors. Right? So most chambers, and this, this is not a knock against those chambers, but they've been around for 40 years, 50 years. Right. And, um, and they have the big sponsorships. You know, The big companies give them money because they exist. And we're not that way by any means. And, and we're also not entitled. So, so I, I, I appreciate every person that's belong, that belongs to our chamber. You know, it, it matters to me that they are successful. So um, that, that's why the excitement of new, new, new things that are going on in the community, because we want to make sure that you're featured. I was telling you a little about, about a health fair that was just done at, at an apartment complex here by 1488 Family Medicine, who were here a couple of weeks ago. You know, things, do you guys participate in things like that, Dr. Thickpen? Yes, we do. We, we participate in uh, health fairs, uh, community fairs of any sort, any, any uh, type of fair where we can get our name out there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, get recognition, but then also add something to the community and sure. help and, and, and volunteer mm. in ways that we can. Yeah. Okay. And so, because uh, I've never really seen, I, I know that, that you guys, you, know, you bring brochures, you bring people. But how else do you do you add value to a health fair outside of just giving me paper and saying call us? Well, I think um, in a lot of these fairs, and, and, and I'm not talking just about health fairs, right. but uh, an ex- expose of any sort yeah. mm-hmm. is volunteering. Mm-hmm. There's always openings and spots where they're asking for volunteers to sure. help set up, help tear down, yeah. help get the word out, um, and. and, and even just serving. Yeah. Sometimes we may not have a booth of our own, and we just wear the T-shirt mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. For, for, the, for the fair itself and just be there to help. And at the chamber, we like telling people you know, what to do, so it's a good match. <laughs> right. Good match. All right, well, let me tell you a little bit about what's going on. The first thing is to remember that you don't have to be Hispanic to join this Chamber of Commerce, nor do you need to speak Spanish. I think that's pretty clear. Very clear. But, but a better, bigger thing is you want to be interested in the market. Or, or be interested in, in, in even in our guests, not our guests, I'm sorry, in our members. Yes. So, so if, you, if you create partnerships with our members, mm-hmm. then that creates a, a good synergy of people. You know, That's really the purpose of this chamber. Like today, for instance, we had about six or seven folks from Venezuela. I don't know why we had all Venezuelan folks wow. that speak Spanish. And you know, one lady was a translator. The other one has a REPA store. And this other guy uh, has some sort of other business, uh, import-export business. And then there was this lawyer from, from Venezuela also. She does maritime law, yeah, yeah. right? Okay. And none of, they all spoke English, but they spoke mostly Spanish. Yeah. And then uh, uh, about 40%, 50% of everybody there was only English. So the, the combination of people makes a really interesting dynamic when you have meetings like that. Yeah. You know, that you don't necessarily get at other chambers. That's true. I think that's important. I mean, that, that's, you know, some distinctions like that really matter. Yeah. You know? Anyway, so, so today we had, the, on Tuesdays, every Tuesday we have uh, this meeting at uh, another Broken Egg right here on uh, 45 in Shenandoah. And on, on Wednesday, actually this Wednesday, we have something in Katy. You guys, you guys have gone to Katy, right, to, to talk to people? We have a couple of times, yes. Okay, so uh, go ahead. No, just we, 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 you've got several branches of the, you know. The, chamber? The chamber, yeah. And so... Uh, most of the events that we attend are kind of in the Woodlands, Conroe, Spring, Tomball area. Okay. But we have made our way down there a couple of times. Let me, let me call it what it is. It's called the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. That's the mothership. That's the mothership. Right? Then you have all the satellites. Yes. It started with the satellite, then it grew into a big thing. <laughs> and the reason it grew this way, well, the reason, two things. 
we had to name it something different because we were in so many places. Yes. So, so we went from, from the Woodlands Conroe to Vintage Park, then to Katy, then down to, to Houston. And also because there were certain other chambers of commerce who didn't like the fact that we're called the, uh, the North Houston Hispanic Chamber, which is what you joined right. about a year ago. Yes, I remember. Know? Uh, we used to call ourselves the North Houston Hispanic Chamber. Then we got a call from a few upset attorneys telling us that we needed to change our name, which was ludicrous. But for me, I just said, you know what? You guys have been around for 40 years, 50 years, yeah. and you're angry that I'm using Houston in my name. I'll just change my name. Big deal. No I'm big deal. still growing very yeah. quickly. We're one of the fastest growing Hispanic Chambers in Texas. Big deal, right? Right, so, right. So that's why. To not cause any more confusion, we just changed everything and moved forward. So, so... That's the story behind the, the name change. So anyway, so you guys, you've come to, I know you've come to Vintage Park. I've seen your staff there too. Yes. And, and so why do you go to these different places if, if you're localized right here on Kirkendall and uh, with Woodlands Parkway? Yeah. Um, yeah, we're kind of, you know, in the heart mm-hmm. of the Woodlands. So um, our location can be kind of buried in mm-hmm. the back sometimes. But why do we tend to kind of venture out a little bit? Mm-hmm. Well, um, certain parts of my practice include services where you may not really need to go to my location that Uh, often. You know, as far as natural medicine on the days that I practice that, um, Mm -hmm. it's not something like your typical chiropractic care where you may need to have treatment two or three times a week. Mm. Um, Natural medicine patients, a lot of times they'll see me just once a month. So it's really not a, a huge burden to find their way into the woodlands to come see me for that type of specialized care. I see. And then also students for the school. Mm. Um, I mean, we've got students that will drive hours yeah. to go to school, mm-hmm. um, and that's not uncommon. I see. Oh, there you go. It's similar to the chamber then. I mean, you know, we go wherever wherever we're needed, wherever we're, we're, we're welcome. Really. Right. So, right. So let me finish with this. On Thursday, we have Vintage Park Lunch, as we do every week. On Friday, we have breakfast in Katy, and that's every Friday as well. So we have plenty of events, over 30 events this month, the month of August. Just very, very busy. So if you want to network and you don't know where to go, just go on our website. You'll find something almost every day, something to do. And, and we always members are always welcome, welcome. Of course, we welcome guests as well. And the bottom line with it, it's, it's our, our middle name, uh, actually our last name, and our most important value is commerce. Right? So for us, it matters. You know, uh, and I know, and I bless them, and they're great people. Other chambers tend to, you know, they're saving the whales, and the other ones are, are raising awareness about voting. And, you know, so th- it seems like their focus is whatever it is. Right. Our focus is business, right? So, so we want our members to be successful business people. So to that end, we also have different seminars and different things that we teach to help them, you know, with their marketing, with their sales, and things like that. So when we come back from break, we'll talk a lot, a lot about more, a lot more about, rather, about uh, Core Health, Chiropractic and Natural Medicine, here with Dr. Donald Thigpen. We'll be right back. Looking for a bilingual insurance company in the Montgomery County area? Since 2006, the Amel Agency is a family-owned insurance agency, and it all started with Leonard Amel. Now working with three full-time agents, offering home, auto, life, and umbrella insurance, the Amel Agency works with you to provide the insurance you need. Whether it be for your business or personal needs, they put that need first. The email agency of the Woodlands is open Monday to Friday from 8 to 5. Call today at 832-299-6640 or email them anytime at info at 
to answer any of your questions. For more information on location and inquiries, look up Amel Agency online at amelagency.com. The Amel Agency, Montgomery County's bilingual insurance agency. And we're back. This is Dr. Carlos Santos, Hispanic Chamber Connection radio program coming to you live from the great city of Conroe, Texas, where we're overseeing Main Street, all of downtown Conroe. I'm here with Dr. Donald Thigpen. He is with Core Health Chiropractic and Natural Medicine. And we ha- and also, of course, he has uh, the Woodlands School of Massage. Yes? That's correct. That's how it's said. Okay. And uh, we'll talk a lot more about that. But first, we have other questions for you, Dr. Thigpen. Uh, you're quite the globetrotter. A lot of our members, when we talk about you, because we sometimes do, say, how does he do it? He tra- he's all over the place. You know, I think uh, the one that put everybody over the top of thinking, okay, what is this guy doing, was when you went to China. Yes, um, that was a fantastic trip, but definitely a trip of a lifetime. But yes, I, I am a bit of a globetrotter. Mm-hmm. Um, I've figured out how to make that work with being a physician and business owner. Um, but yeah, I, I would say, you know, I've been to six out of seven continents. I've been to 37 countries. Wow. Um, I have a goal of going to 40 countries by the time I'm 40, which is one year away. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I'm pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's people ask me all the time and patients ask me all the time, what, what do you enjoy doing? What are your hobbies? What do you do when you're outside of work? What do you like? And my answer is always my passion is travel. Mm. I love to see the world. I love to experience other cultures. I love to learn more about what is different from me. I believe it it helps me relate to people that are different from Mm -hmm, me. mm -hmm. It helps it helps groom my ability to empathize with people you know, that are different from me. That's interesting because I, I can tell you this, because I've done a lot of travel myself in different, all over the U.S. certainly, but also many parts of the world. And um, you can always tell when you're having a conversation with someone who's traveled versus someone who hasn't. Absolutely. It always comes out, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's amazing how, and it's sad and I don't know, but it's amazing how many Americans don't travel. It's Interesting that you should say that. I remember when I first started traveling in graduate school mm-hmm. um, and first started traveling around the world. Of course, I was traveling as a poor student. Then. Sure. <laughs> and so my accommodations were more along the lines of hostels with mm-hmm. a bunch of students packed into uh, one room to, to keep the accommodations cheap. But I noticed that I would meet lots of people from a lot of different countries, mm-hmm. but it was very rare that I would meet fellow Americans. Yeah. Um, it's, it's an interesting difference mm-hmm. in uh, philosophy mm-hmm. and, and, and culture. You know, mm-hmm. I think sometimes we feel like we've got it all here. Right. And there's no reason to. Or just no interest. It's, like, yeah. it's a cultural thing. Yeah. You know, I remember about a year, a year or two years ago, well, a year and a half ago, I went to Paris and I was there for two weeks. Yeah. And after a little bit of frustration, I decided I'm just going to call myself, you know, Carlos Santos, speak mostly Spanish. Yeah to make sure nobody knew I was American or, or of English <laughs> descent. And I would eat at McDonald's because I'd have a hard time with some things there. You know? right. and, and I would find Americans, but it was rare. Yes. It's always fun, though, when you do find Americans. Hey, you know, right, right. Because it's so rare to find them. Yeah, it's All true. Right, so tell me then, how do you as a business owner, and I should, I should preface that by saying a successful yeah. business owner, right. how do you maintain a successful practice and also are able to take these cool vacations? Well, 
I'll tell you, the state, whatever state you're practicing in, mm -hmm. already requires a significant amount of continuing education hours, regardless. Okay. So I tend to, I like to learn. In fact, I believe that's a huge part of success is continuously learning. Just because they require a certain amount of hours of continuing education doesn't mean that's where you, you don't have to just meet the minimum. Sure. Why not overshoot that? Mm. And so I always get all of my hours, but I specifically try to find conferences that will provide a great education for something new and different and innovative. But I try to find that in, in countries and in cultures and in areas around the world where I can go and not only learn about my craft, mm. but also mm. learn about other cultures, oh, wow. and other okay. places. And so it's really a combination of business and pleasure. So, and you're able to deduct this from your, your, your tax? Uh... Yes, yes. You can do that as far as the specific days, you know, that you're attending the conference and the flights and those specific nights for lodging. Of course, I will usually extend it for mm -hmm. a, a few days or even sometimes several days beyond that conference. Now, that particular part cannot be. Right. Well, uh, but you know. But yeah, a, a significant amount of it can you go a, towards business. You have a good accountant. Things can happen. Yeah, right. right. So the, another question I wanted to ask you, uh, Dr. Thigpen, you're not from this area. You, you're basically, you came from, did you come from New Orleans? No, I am from the deep south of Louisiana, okay. Cajun country, but more southwest Louisiana, mm. um, Lake Charles, and uh, south of Lake Charles. That's that's my hometown, my home area. That's where I was born and raised. Mm. I've got Cajun blood running through my veins. But do you also have another clinic over there? I do. I own a clinic uh, in the Lake Charles area, which is, that city is really growing economically. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I, let's see, that, that clinic has been open for about 11, 12 years. And um, it's successful. It's going. I've got five doctors managing that clinic for me over there. And so it was great for me to be able to get back to Houston. I fell in love with Houston when mm. I came to school as a graduate student here in Houston. So what was like the weather? <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, it's just the big metropolitan city. Some people don't like that. Yeah. I enjoy the hustle and bustle of mm -hmm. a big city. I agree. And so uh, that's what drew me back to the area and uh, was able to open a second satellite clinic here. And this is, I pretty much manned this, okay. this clinic here in this area. So, so how long have you been a chiropractor? I've been in practice for 14 years. Okay. Yeah. So, so by now, by now then, and you're under 40 years old. Yes. So, so I think a lot of what our listeners are, are, are gathering as I am, is that you're pretty, you must be pretty organized in terms of your time and in terms of the things you're doing to make a successful clinic not only back home, but also here. Yes, I am. I'm pretty organized, but I'm also driven. I okay. don't, I'm not, a, I'm not afraid to take a risk. Right. Uh, okay. Educated, calculated risk, mm -hmm. mind you. But, um, I feel like taking risks is a huge part of success. And, and I truly believe in myself. Mm -hmm. I believe that I can be successful no matter where I go. Very good. And so I just don't mind stepping out. You know, it's amazing you'd say that because in our culture, as a, as a Hispanic culture, it's, it tends to be uh, more of a dominated type culture. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, the people have been for centuries, uh, it's, it's a conquered part of the uh, world, yes, right? I see what you're so saying. the mentality is, is more subordinate. <clears throat> I see. Even our language, the Spanish language, is, mm -hmm. is there's one type of language that everybody speaks, like the, the common man, and then there's a language you speak 
when you're talking to your boss or when you're talking to authority figures. It's what we say, it's how we talk to our parents, for instance, right? mm-hmm. to show yeah. respect. So even as a culture, Hispanic culture, doesn't, it, it doesn't come with belief systems that are empowering for business. I see. You know? There's a lot of learning. There's a, and not everybody, of course, and I'm probably going to offend a few folks, but you know, that's what we do. <laughs> but nonetheless, you know, I find that very common, that, that even for decision-making, hmm. and like you said, for risk-taking, yeah. uh, aversion to risk is a big deal for us. You know? Interesting. And, and so that's, that's something really meaningful for you, is that, is that how, do, how did you become so, so, um, so capable of making decisions that could go wrong? That probably goes back to a, Bill, just family upbringing. Mm-hmm. I was, those, those values were instilled mm-hmm. if, uh, in me uh, from just a, a young person. My, my parents always taught me that I can do anything that I put my mind to, even though they were not highly educated. Mm. Um, they were always uh, well started out low socioeconomic class and made their way up into the middle class. Very good, yeah. Um, yeah. But that's about as, you know, that's about where they sit. But they have always, uh, well, I guess they live through me and they push sure. me. And so I've always had that encouragement and, and, and other people believing in me. And if other people believe in you, you finally start to believe in yourself. For sure. Yeah, you have uh, to. Yeah. And so I guess it's just, you know, those foundational principles mm-hmm. that... Uh, no, that's true. It becomes like a responsibility after time, over time, you know, yeah. that you can't even go there to not, to not support yourself mentally or emotionally. Right. Because you know other people depend on you because they actually believe in you. Right. In, in a different way. It's... It, it, it's what children do to parents, I guess, and also, you know, what, what your family, your, 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 um, your staff and people like that look at you and say, okay, well, if you can't do it, then we can't. Right. So you right. can't say no. You know, <laughs> I guess that, that's the way yeah. of thinking about it. Very meaningful. I think that's a very good learning point for those mm-hmm. that, are, that are listening to us that it really does start with you. I mean, how, how much belief you have in yourself. Right. You know, we talk about this a lot at, at the chamber at different events where you always have to fight fear and you have to be careful with the, you know, to maintain a high level of faith and take action on the things that you, that you want, or those things don't come by themselves. Take you know? action. Yes. So it's all about movement for sure. Yes. So we're here with Donald Thigpen, Dr. Donald Thigpen, core health, chiropractic and natural medicine. We also want to learn a little bit about the Woodlands school of massage. And when we come back, we'll talk more about that and, uh, and more with Dr. Thigpen. So we'll be right back. Looking for a bilingual insurance company in the Montgomery County area? Since 2006, the Amel Agency is a family-owned insurance agency, and it all started with Leonard Amel. Now working with three full-time agents, offering home, auto, life, and umbrella insurance, the Amel Agency works with you to provide the insurance you need. Whether it be for your business or personal needs, they put that need first. The Amel Agency of the Woodlands is open Monday to Friday from 8 to 5. Call today at 832-299-6640 or email them anytime at info at mlagency.com to answer any of your questions. For more information on location and inquiries, look up Amel Agency online at mlagency.com. The Amel Agency, Montgomery County's bilingual insurance agency. And we're back with Dr. Donald Thigpen. This is the Hispanic Chamber Connection. I'm Dr. Carlos Sanchez. We feature our members at this program, and we look for ways to help our members just continue to focus and talk to us about their success and about how, how we can help each other learn from each other. 
And we talked about something really meaningful. That's just the, the notion of knowing what you want, knowing what you love, and taking action to, to have that and, and, and not be afraid and not worry, especially because other people depend on you. And, um, and that's a, I think it's a really great lesson for our members to, to listen and, and to just learn from it. Um, but Dr. Thickpen, now let's get more specific, if you would, please. Sure. Uh, go from scratch. Tell us about your clinic and about what you're doing. Well, uh, Core Health Chiropractic and Natural Medicine is a brand new clinic that I opened up about two years ago. Uh, really excited to, to bring my practice to this area, the Woodlands. Um, really excited to open up a clinic in a brand new building. Who doesn't love that brand new smell? Um, but, you know, we, we have some great services there. Chiropractic care, of course, medical massage therapy, physiotherapy and rehab. Um, and natural medicine. And so we've got several services that we offer to people that are looking for non-invasive, non-surgical, non-prescription med- medicinal uh, ways to achieve health and wellness. And um, I really pride myself in this new clinic. It's, uh, it's fantastic. Our staff is fantastic. We get compliments all the time on how, how courteous and kind our staff is. And, and many of our members, our chamber members, are, are, are patients of your clinic, and, and they're very, very open about how wonderful the services are and how great they feel and things like that. How would somebody make an appointment with you guys? Well, there's two ways. You can, you can make an appointment online, um, which is pretty easy. You can go to www.corehealthchiropractor.com and make an appointment there, or you can just call the number 281-364-2673. And uh, our front desk would be happy to get you scheduled for the treatment that you need. Very good. Okay. Well, that, so that, that's, that is the clinic for chiropractic services. Yes. All right. So there's a couple of things I need to find out. One, natural medicine. Yes. This is big because in our culture, we, because of the type of culture that it is, it's an agrarian-based culture. It's not a Western European-style culture. That's all of Latin America. Yeah. There's a very, very strong belief in natural medicine and yes. in anything natural. If you, if you just say it's natural, even if it's whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we'll take it. Natural always comes first, right? So it's a big yeah. word. Yeah. What kind of natural medicine do you guys practice? What kind of natural medicine do you implement? Uh, is it a specific type of modality or... Well, well, let me explain kind of how the process mm-hmm. works, and that'll shed a bit, a little bit of light on um, the type of natural medicine that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, it's just like going to any other doctor from the from the get go. You start with a consultation. Um, I like to take a lot of time with my patients on their first visit. It's usually anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour mm. of me and my patient discussing those main uh, concerns in their life and trying to get down to the bottom and the root of the problem. Okay. So uh, it's a big part of my process is the investigative process, sure. the history taking. Mm-hmm. And so I, I reserve a lot of time for that particular patient. Um, once we get past the consultation, we decide on what type of lab work needs to be done. I typically will order lab work just like any other doctor. I need data. I need information mm. on you mm-hmm. in order to decide and determine what needs to what needs to happen from there. Sure. So we'll do blood work. We'll do uh, urinalysis. We'll do uh, hair samples. We'll do 
test for the GI system deficiencies, whatever we need to, uh, allergies and sensitivities, whatever we need to investigate based on the symptoms that you've told me about. And then here's where the fork in the road is. Once I have that data, I am not going to go down the road of recommending a prescription medication. Prescription medications do have their place, sure. and sometimes they are necessary. But I'm there to provide the alternative. Ah. So once I have that data, real hard data, not some voodoo test, sure. real <laughs> test, and I have that data, then I can recommend natural alternatives to support the body's health in a holistic manner. So we would talk about nutraceuticals, vitamins, minerals, micronutrients, botanicals, herbs, different supplement formulas, nutrition. Mm. Those are the ways that I like to address and support the problems that you're having. I see. So, so okay. So by natural medicine, basically, your methodology, Yes. after, after the, the workup and after the determination of what the diagnosis, so to speak, is, that's a very good way of putting it. That's okay. the methodology after the workup and the testing. Mm, okay. And, and how, how, how accurate would you say or how effective would you say natural medicine is versus going to, uh, and I'm going to quote this, a regular, you know, going to sure. Memorial Hermann and saying, okay, I've got this appointment at 3 p.m. I'm sitting here since, you know, 12 noon. I'm going to see this guy for five minutes and he's going to give me something. How different is it? Five minutes versus one hour. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, well, it's it's obviously very different. Um, but like I said, I, I don't like to present myself as anti-medication sure, because sure. it has its place. But most people like to try to find a way to avoid that if possible right. because the thing about prescription medication is 99.9% .9 of the time there are side effects that sure. come with that. Mm -hmm. And so I've seen people come into my office where they're on medications and they've they're taking so many medications that they're having to take medications to counteract the side effects of wow. other medications. Yeah. Okay. That's when we're starting to get into a realm where, Hey, mm. let's see if there's a way that we can take this back down. Sure. A notch. Well, even the ones that are on television, I mean, if you listen closely, yeah. they'll tell you, you know, the, the side effects are everything from, from, I don't know, God, from being unable to sleep to growing a tail. I mean, everything, <laughs> everything is, you know, there's so many different right. side effects. Yes. And these are the ones that, are, that, that they're actually marketing to you, you know? Yes. So the ones that they don't want. Talk a little bit about the, the opium situation and what's going on with all that. What is, what is really happening? Well, there's no secret now that our country has an opioid abuse epi epidemic. Mm -hmm. It is to epidemic proportions in this country. And, you know, the, the World Health Organization, the FDA, some of our major organizations are starting to speak out in regards to this opioid abuse uh, epidemic that we're seeing. We probably, 10 years ago, we probably would ask everybody who knows someone with cancer and everybody would raise their hand. We're probably at a point now where we could ask the question, who knows someone that's been addicted to pain medication wow. mm -hmm. or that is addicted to pain medication? Mm -hmm. And we would probably have lots of hands raised mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, both sides of my practice can help people either get off of opioid uh, use with the help of their medical doctor, of course, because that would be the prescribing doctor. But And then also the chiropractic side, which is a pain management system sure. without the use of pain medication. Mm. And so both sides of my practice, okay. the chiropractic and the natural medicine can, you know, can help curve that. It's an interesting thing that I told you uh, during the break. The FDA issued a statement recently mm. uh, 
well, basically pleading with our medical doctors and our allopathic community, please consider some of the more conservative approaches to pain management before you put a patient on an opioid or a narcotic pain medication. Wow. Consider chiropractic, mm-hmm. acupuncture, massage therapy, physiotherapy. They, they mentioned those by name. Or even diet. Or even diet nutrition. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, you know, make it a last resort. So, so okay. So, basically, right now, then, if I, if I see, if, if I have pain in my body, yeah. if I have a friend who had Two interventions. I mean, she had her, her spine was was uh, she had two surgeries on her spine, and she has pain now. Yeah. So she's taking medications for that, obviously, because that's where she got the the surgery through the establishment, you know. And I've been telling her maybe if you see a chiropractor, that might be something you can you can handle through that. And right. she's been wanting to. Yeah. But she's afraid. Yeah, and that's understandable. And and there are different types of surgical scenarios that we can treat hmm. safely. Um, there are some surgeries where they come in and they've not had any hardware, nuts and bolts, sure. plates uh, put into their spine, and it's healed well, it's healed properly, it's healed stable, and we can very safely work on that kind of a patient mm-hmm. uh, through chiropractic, through physiotherapy and strengthening and stretching and, and massage therapy. Um, and then there's other types of um, surgeries where they do have hardware and those nuts and bolts and plates are there. And so we have to be a little bit more conservative, a little bit more cautious, but I'm an expert. I know what to look for and I know what types of therapies I can put you through safely and what kinds I need to avoid. Wow. Very good. So we're talking with uh, Dr. Donald Thigpen, core health, chiropractic and natural medicine. And um, I, I think what you've said so far is meaningful. It's very interesting, very important. I mean, certainly this shouldn't be the last time you're on this show because there's so much to talk about. When we come back, we're going to talk now more specifically about your massage school. Great. I, I think we, people need to know about that for sure. Great. So we'll be right back, and uh, we'll see you in a couple minutes. Looking for a bilingual insurance company in the Montgomery County area? Since 2006, the Amel Agency is a family-owned insurance agency, and it all started with Leonard Amel. Now working with three full-time agents, offering home, auto, life, and umbrella insurance, the Amel Agency works with you to provide the insurance you need. Whether it be for your business or personal needs, they put that need first. The Amel Agency of the Woodlands is open Monday to Friday from 8 to 5. Call today at 832-299-6640 or email them anytime at info at to answer any of your questions. For more information on location and inquiries, look up Amel Agency online at amelagency.com. The Amel Agency, Montgomery County's bilingual insurance agency. And we're back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Chamber Connection radio program. And um, we're here with Dr. Donald Thigpen with uh, Core Health Chiropractic and Natural Medicine. We're talking about just the different, the different scenarios that are out there for healthcare and for wellness and for getting better and, and how there are two, two major, major, I guess, avenues that you can follow and that they're both important and they're both meaningful. But it's important to understand that there are alternatives. There's not just one way of getting better. There's many ways of getting better. That's and, correct. And it's important that even if you are right now struggling with your health, if you're listening, you, there, there's other opinions. There's other people. And, um, and these are schools that, that, are, 
that are vetted, that, that, that are proven, and, and you know, for hundreds of years they've been around. So you should never be afraid or worried that, that, that you're going down the wrong path if you're talking to a professional. That's correct. All right. So, so if you want to talk to Dr. Thigpen or actually make an appointment, you can call 281-364-2673. Yes? That is correct. That's 364-2673. I'm glad you remembered your own number. <laughs> a lot of us don't remember. And, and so we were talking about uh, before the break that you also have a massage school. I do. And that, I think it, it, it is one of the first ones in the Woodlands. Is one of the first ones in this part of, the, of town? or Yeah, yeah. We, we, there is no other school in this uh, region of North Houston. Mm. Um, so that's one of the reasons why we wanted to open a school up. Um, and also to fill a need. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, we're very connected to the massage therapy community. I've always had a massage therapist work for me for my entire 14-year career. Mm. Um, it's, it's played a very important role in um, my treatment plans. Um, I feel like it's very important. They can, they can do a lot of great work to help uh, achieve the results that I'm looking to achieve. So uh, the reason why I said to fill a need is because being connected with the massage community, we know of over 100 job openings wow. just in North Houston hmm. for massage therapists. Okay. And these massage establishments are in need hmm. of talented, professional, licensed massage therapists. And um, both myself and my program director, even though the school is new, we are not new. Sure. We've sure. been um, involved in other schools that mm -hmm. teach the craft of massage therapy. Mm -hmm. We've both been teachers and instructors in the past. Um, uh, my program director has run other programs. She ran a program for Lamar wow. um, mm -hmm. University. And so we've got a lot of experience under our belt. And so we're excited to be able to impart that type of training and knowledge on students. And in general, then, Dr. Thigpen, if, if I'm interested, if I'm someone who, or somebody who's listening is interested, yeah. What should they expect in terms of length of time before they, they become certified and able to, to do this? Good question. The Texas um, State Board requires 500 hours of education to become a massage therapist uh, in this state. That's, that's how many hours you need to sit down and take the exam and get your license. Um, so if you're taking our weekend course, mm. the, the length of that is anywhere from six and a half to seven months. Um, that would be going Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday evenings, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Wow. Um, and then our evening courses, which would be four nights a week uh, in the evening time, um, that usually takes about 11 months. Mm. So it takes a little bit longer to get it done on the evening course. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, mm -hmm. it's one of the best professions as far as high earning potential. Mm -hmm with the least amount of required time BS. invested, okay? It so, gets right down to the training. So, and, and it does pay well? It does. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of potential out there for, some, for, for making a very good living. And how yes. large are your groups? I mean, how large are the, are the people? How many people should I expect to be with during, you know, during, if I'm, if I'm going to take a training, oh, yes. are there 20 people there? Is it 10? Uh, how many people... Well, our, our classes are set up to take a maximum of 15 to 18 students. So you're going to be looking at a very, very good student-teacher ratio. Mm -hmm. um, 
a lot of the other schools, larger schools, you're going to have 30, 40 right. students in a class with one instructor. So you don't quite get as much individualized uh, attention and training. So um, we're kind of glad that our classes are a little bit smaller. Sure. Quality. For, yeah, exactly. Uh, quality uh, education and quality instruction. So that's, that's about the size of the classes that you'd be looking at. Uh, probably a minimum of about six students, maximum of about 18 students. And where is this, where's the school located? The school is located also in the heart of the woodlands, right? Um, well, near the intersection of, uh, Kirkendall and Woodlands Parkway. Mm -hmm. Uh, the school is actually set up inside my clinic. Ah, so okay. my clinic mm -hmm. is kind of a hybrid like the mothership yeah it's the mothership and so when uh, it's time for classes we have a large open uh, area where we do a lot of rehab and things like that we clear out that entire large room mm. and we turn it into a classroom and um, it becomes a school sure, sure. it's a school by night and a school by weekend wow. and it's a clinic by day okay oh and i've seen it it's state-of-the-art yes. it's beautiful so so certainly you have a great product to offer yes. now how can I get more information? Do you guys have like seminars or do you have introductory courses or do I just need to show up at your office or how do I do this? More information on the school. Yes. Well, we have a website, okay. woodlandsmassageschool.com. Um, That's all? Just woodlandsmassageschool.com? Woodlandsmassageschool.com. <laughs> and um, my program director can also uh, give a lot of answers to specific questions, you can call her at 281-367-7400. Okay. Um, but she gives a lot of tours, actually. We have mm. a lot of people that will call, ask questions, and they'll set up a an appointment to come tour the school or tour the facility. They'll even sit in and audit the classes there you go. Um, before they sign up. So, so, so what kind of people uh, do you guys look for as ideal students? I mean, is it just like anyone shows up do they have to be over 18 years of age yes they have to be over 18 uh by law but <laughs> we're looking for people that are dedicated and really wanting a career mm. sometimes a career for long term sometime sometimes a career as a stepping stone to something further sure what yeah. you may not know is i used to be a licensed massage therapist mm. And that was a stepping stone for me into uh, studying chiropractic medicine. I see. So you can use it as a long-term career or you can use it as a stepping stone. But it's, it's someone that's looking for a, a great career that has high earning potential where they can help people mm -hmm. and um, not have to invest four, six, eight years yeah. of college into, um, you into know, having some... a great career. Now, okay. And, and so in terms of background, do they, uh, maybe a high school diploma or do they have like what some sort of what else would they have in terms of, of academic preparation there's there's really not a whole lot of prerequisites as far as the law is concerned you need to be 18 years old you need to have either a high school diploma or a ged mm -hmm. but from that point forward then it's on the school because okay. we do an interview mm. and we are looking for students that are going that we want to choose sure sure and um you know, so that's what that's what we're looking for. We kind of vet the students. Absolutely, and that so, you should. Yeah. Now, do you guys have any kind of financial aid, things like that, or is it pretty much on their own? Um, there are f uh, tuition financing programs. Okay. So that they can, you know, if if they're unable to pay the tuition up front, they can. Uh, we have a lot of programs for tuition financing. Sure, student loans. Uh, yeah. Why not? So. I mean, you know, 
might as well since this is well, it's a career, right? I mean, it's not, it is. It's not it like is. you're learning something that you're not going to use. Right. It's a very, very practical, very, very practical career. Yes. So I, I'm talking here with Dr. Donald Thigpen with Core Health Chiropractic and Natural Medicine and also the Woodlands School of Massage. And so if you have any questions or if you'd like to visit the clinic, uh, give them a call. The number is 281-364-2673. Somebody will answer the phone. You can give them your information and tell them what your questions are. I'm sure they're happy to uh, provide uh, some sort of tour and answer all your questions regarding both clinics. That is correct. So you guys also provide, I'm sure, uh, massage uh, appointments and things like that. Yes, obviously. yes. That's part yes. of your of your of your health plans. That is correct. So thank you again, Dr. Thigpen, for being on the program. I think we've learned a great deal. Is there anything coming up that you'd like to inform the public about? Is there something? Well, I guess um, our upcoming class starts September the 11th. Uh, so if if you are interested in becoming a student and becoming a licensed massage therapist and having almost a guaranteed job when you get out because of all the openings, uh, contact us soon. Um, again, 281-367-7400. Um, and we are running a special as far as the clinic side of things at Core Health Chiropractic. We do have a special for all new patients, $59 for new patients. That's $149 value. Um, but we, we are running a special for new patients in the clinic right now. So, Very good. Yeah. Very good. So thank you again, Dr. Thickpen. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez. This is Hispanic Chamber Connection Radio Program. We will see you again here next week. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas, at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.